Good morning. It's a Friday. It is Kale and Company Live right here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Kale and Company presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. You can learn more and find your plan at anydelta.com or deltadentalcoversme.com. And it's a Friday fun bunch. But uh, only uh, two members of the Fun Bunch are here, as uh, Kitty Ray is... on injured reserve. She's on the injured reserve list today. That's right. That's right. But Tom Raffio is with us. Tom, uh, of course, the uh, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, a neat dresser, swell dancer, loves kids, cats, and dogs. Uh, Eddie Popowski's number one fan. And, uh, Tom, great to have you here on this uh, Friday morning. It's beautiful, uh, and, a little snowy, and, and you, uh, of course, have you read that Delta Dental insurance commercial so with so much uh, dignity, dignity, you know? It was great. Well, but you're you're going to read it next. I am going we'll to do that. We'll see if you can I read it memorized. with as much dignity. Uh, you don't have to read it. But, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about that read because... Um, back uh, before the Affordable Care Act, which I know has turned out not to be affordable, but has increased access, many, many people thought that dental insurance could not be sold to individuals. Because think of it, Ken, um, when you get your insurance through an employer, let's say if an employer has 100 people through actuary or the law, law, law of law, large numbers, I mean, um, you know, 20 of those people aren't going to go to the dentist, you know, 20 are going to have intense issues and then everybody else in the middle of the bell curve. So you can price things out. Generally speaking, the thought was people would only sign up for dental insurance if they were they knew they were about to need a crown or something like that. So um, no one ever thought about um, individual dental insurance because of what it, in, the ter- in our sort of boring language called anti-selection. Now we know that basically people want individual dental insurance because that kind of reminds them to go to the dentist. And then even though, and you'd appreciate this from a um, mathematical model, if you have relatively good teeth and you go twice a year, and let's say the cleanings now cost like $125, if you can write a checkout for $250, you can sort of in effect self-insure. But most people, particularly as we get older, it's not just the uh, the two cleanings, but it's the replacing the filling, it's a crown, it's a root canal, etc. So people, when I see people on a chairlift and they say, should I purchase individual dental insurance? I go through that regimen. I said, if you uh, can really control yourself and go to the dentist twice a year and you can write out a check every once in a while for $1,000 when you need the crown, then yes, you don't need dental insurance. But most people say, you know what, I better sign up for dental insurance. So that's how it all started. And We've priced it very uh, modestly so that right now, you know, if you, if you take the three states combined, hundreds of thousands of people actually, uh, or about 100,000, actually have individual dental coverage through that, what you read there, deltadentalcoversme.com. So we're pretty pleased with that. It's, it's not a moneymaker. It's break-even. But what it does do is it increases access, kind of what we're now doing with uh, the Medicaid population and then the separate program that we have for veterans. So there, there you go, folks, and uh, check it out, DeltaDentalCoversMe.com, AnyDelta.com, or you can go on HealthCare.gov. Um, some people have faith in the federal government, and that's cool. So we invested a lot of money to get on HealthCare.gov. 
So you can get a similar program on healthcare.gov. The advantage of DeltaDentalCoversMe.com, I referenced the two cleanings a year, but with DeltaDentalCoversMe.com and the dental plans you get through your employer, you can actually get three or four cleanings a year. We've given software to our dentists, and the dentist or hygienist technically will ask you a few questions, take some measurements, and then if your score is a three, four, or five, you're entitled to a third and fourth cleaning in the calendar year, which Delta Dental will pay for. Wow. That's pretty cool. Good to know. Very, very good to know. And uh, that is great information from the uh, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Rapio. Tom, anything uh, anything new in in your life since last we uh, adjourned here? Well, um, you know, you said I'm a doting grandfather. I've said that many times. I'm also now a doting father again because we have adopted Havana uh, yesterday and uh, it all worked out after a journey. So uh, those of you that uh, see me, I'm going to, my, my mantra still is the doting grandfather, but technically I guess I'm a dad again. But So that was an exciting day. And then for, on my professional side of things, um, we continue to work really hard on the Medicaid contract because there are 88,000 people who are eligible come April 1st. And of course the key is getting dentists to accept right. in the Medicaid schedule. Yep. Well, congratulations uh, to you and Ellen uh, on the adoption. And you know Havana, right? Yeah, and she already I know is Havana very well. Almost fat. So th- we, she did the Millennium Mile, not Ellen pushing her, but she literally ran yeah. the Millennium Mile, and yeah. she was like, I don't know, fifty seconds behind me, and she's barely four. So I'm thinking, oh my God, Ken, I'm going to have a problem here. Well, she is uh, a, a young athlete and uh, did a, did a great job in the Millennium Mile. And, and wearing a nice, beautiful red dress, you know, that, that might be her, her trademark. Her mantra, yeah. You know? She uh, basically loves her dresses, loves to do her athletic things and dresses. It reminds me, I think I mentioned this about three shows ago, but there used to be a race on over Labor Day weekend at St. Charles, the, uh, the orphanage down there, and there were some nuns in habit that used to run the race. And this is when I actually was running faster. My only goal was, can I finish ahead of a nun who's willing, wearing full dress? <laughs> and I barely did that then. I can't imagine what I would do now. Well, at, at any rate, uh, congratulations and uh, uh, on to you and Ellen both on, on the adoption. And uh, I can't wait to have one day, I, I keep saying this, but one day for, uh, for Ellen and Havana to be in studio with us. Yeah, when, I think when we yeah, have let's, a, a let's, fun bun show. Let's do that. It'll be a lot yeah, of fun. I, I think I think it really would be. Well, lots of things uh, going on uh, in the world and uh, in the world of sports uh, as well. Uh, I mean, we we might have our concerns about the the Patriots and the Red Sox, but you can't get off to much better starts. And it's not it's not even a start now. I mean, because both teams are just about at the midway mark of the season. But the Celtics and Bruins. Both the best teams in their respective leagues. I, I mean, you know, when was the last time you saw that? Yeah, I mean, they in 1976, they both could have won it all, but only the Celtics did. I think that was one year, and maybe even 74. This year, going into it, right, we all felt the Celtics would be in the upper echelon. You know, can they get by Milwaukee is one question. Um, but I think the Bruins were a surprise. I mean, they did have a coaching change, yeah. but it's pretty much... The same team, but with more solid goaltending with Krejci back. Um, Makes and, a difference. And they haven't had any 
and he's just played his thousandth game, which was incredible. And they haven't had injuries because um, obviously they had two key players who didn't start the season, but they're back. And they basically have, haven't had any of those major injuries, knock on wood. And the goaltending has played out of sight. It's been unbelievable. I mean, it, it really and uh, truly has. And I texted uh, you in the last uh, game, and you didn't. I thought for sure you'd get the trivia answer, but they're the second fastest NHL team of all time to win the 35 games yeah. in terms of in terms of number of games to do it. And the, it's the previous team that did it faster was the 1930 Boston Bruins. Same team, same, same franchise. Team. Yeah, you would have thought... Different you, ownership, but... You, uh, yeah. You would have thought maybe like Montreal or the 70-71 Bruins or something like that. But no, it was the 1930 Bruins. That's pretty amazing. Uh, they were like 35-5. and five. Yeah, I mean, it's it's truly a, an amazing season that they've been having. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that uh, Bruce Cassidy was a, a terrific coach... Uh, with the Bruins, and he's gone out and had some some success now in in, in Vegas. But uh, Jim Montgomery has come in, and uh, not, you, you couldn't have done a much better job. Players, and, coach, and I think yeah. he has a great appreciation. Also, he's had his personal journeys yeah. as well, and he has a great appreciation. Um, players are playing for him, having great goaltending. But as you pointed out in that same text... The NHL kind of has a habit. It rarely does a team that has the best record in the regular season, rarely do they win all four playoff series and win the Stanley Cup. So I do hope it happens well, this let's year. Let's hope we have an exception to that uh, this year, no, no doubt about that. And the Celtics uh, playing very, very well. And, uh, you know, uh, so both both teams going strong. It's the Red also Sox with and the, the new Patriots. Coach, right? Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. And that, ju- and that really just happened. Uh, days prior to the season, which is really unprecedented, but uh, the transition was seamless, and you see what's what's going on with these two uh, great franchises. We'll have to take a quick break here, and we'll get back and uh, talk about uh, all kinds of stuff right here. We'll have some birthdays coming up, uh, football predictions, uh, look ahead as to what's going to take place or perhaps take place in the NFL uh, this weekend. At least we'll give our opinions on it. Coming up right after these words, it's Kale and Company Live right here on WKXL. And we are powered by Northeast Delta Dental. We welcome you back to Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us. Friday Fun Bunch. Minus Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. It's not we, the same without Kitty. It's not Kitty, the same. But she's here vicariously. Yeah, I know yeah, she's yeah. participating from the sound of her radio, her transistor radio, that, that, which she still go. has your old one. Uh, under her pillow. Under <laughs> her pillow, like you and I used to listen to the Red Sox. Oh, but yeah. did you know that Kale & Company is actually presented by Northeast Delta Dental? We have individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more. Find your plan at anydelta.com or... DeltaDentalCoversMe.com, or if you want to go on the federal state exchange, it is healthcare.gov. All right, simple as that. We found out just the other day that uh, the Great Black Ice Tournament moved to March. It's going to be moved to uh, March, and the Everett Arena in in, uh, Concord on on Loudon Road. And uh, the weather has just not complied, it hasn't been cold enough. Interesting, uh, yeah. and, I, and I think I was reading, you know, and, and Chris Brown is a friend of mine, and he, as you remember, Ken made the New Hampshire Hockey Hall of Fame. Yes. L- yeah. Late last year. Yep. Yeah. I think his new attitude is just, 
There's nothing you can't control the weather. Make a decision and then and then stick to it. So essentially, you know, unless you know, some, unless the Everett Arena explodes, it's definitely going to happen in March. But of course, they probably won't have as many teams, and it doesn't have the same um, juice, I guess, if you will, as being the outdoor. Yeah, but. The, the atmosphere outdoors is is really something, you know, and uh, it's always a, a great weekend. Teams literally come from all over North America. I mean, they've had Canadian teams as well uh, over the years participate. It's a lot of fun to see all those games going on at the same time at White Park. Friday nights, they always have a big bonfire and fireworks, and it's a a great atmosphere, which you can't duplicate uh, inside the Everett Arena, but they had to make the call, and Chris Brown, uh, ever at the ready, and uh, with, you know, had, had, had to make the decision, and there's really no other decision they could they could make at this point. But he was decisive. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. That's Ken. it. He is a Hall of Famer. And you have you have hosted that event for how many years? Uh, I think this is this was the fourth. I think. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, the uh, Legends of Hockey we're talking about banquet, which uh, takes place in late October when they uh, induct and enshrine new members into the uh, New Hampshire Hockey Legends and. Uh, and uh, Jimmy Hayes does a great job with that uh, organization and has for, for many years. In fact, I saw Jim uh, last week. He was the moderator of an event uh, that took place in Concord, uh, sponsored by the Concord Historical uh, Society. And uh, it was all about the, uh, the origins and the history of hockey in Concord. Wow, so they went back to like St. Paul's Yes, school. they did. Yeah, talked about that. The first game uh, played in the United States under, you know, somewhat modern rules and uh, was played, uh, you know, less than a mile from where we sit right now at uh, St. Paul's School in, in Concord, uh, which, by the way, is the alma mater of uh, former monarch uh, Jeff Giuliano, who went to... Uh, St. Paul's School, now as an assistant coach uh, for the UNH Wildcats hockey team. But uh, Jules went there, but it has a great hockey history, of course. And uh, Dunk Walsh was on the panel. Dunk was, and Dunk, see, I told you he was playing it close to the vest. There you go. Because they're having a great season, because what I'm referring, refreshing the listening audience's memory. So we saw Dunk um, at the breast cancer walk back in October. Um, He was helping out, and uh, he told me, well, my seniors graduated, this and that, this and that, and next thing you know, he's got probably the number one or two team in the state, right? Yeah, it's not, well, it's number one right now, the only undefeated team in Division One, and they played uh, a game last Saturday against Bishop Girton at the Everett Arena, and uh, it was a battle of the undefeateds at that time. Uh, Concord was 8-0-0 at the time, Girton was 7-0-0 at the time, and if you looked at those rosters, which I did, uh, Concord has four seniors on their roster. Now, granted, they probably have the best senior in the state in Brooks Craig, who was a terrific player. But all in all, it's just four seniors on that roster. Bishop Girton, 14 seniors. And Concord dominated. Their, and Concord dominated from the start. First goal was scored at 11 seconds of the opening period, and they went on to trounce uh, Bishop Girton 8-2. to two. And then, uh, a few days later, they went down to uh, Manchester. Actually, just a couple of days later, on uh, Martin Luther King Day, they went down to Manchester and beat Trinity at the JFK Coliseum by that same score, 8-2. to two. 
So the roll, the tide really on a roll. You know, the tide, uh, you know, they say roll tide. Well, they are rolling right now. So still undefeated. Roll tide. Speaking of that, you know how you like me to connect the dots. Do you think uh, Billy O'Brien, who had been the offensive coordinator for two years at Alabama, do you think the Patriots are going to sign him up for ROC, or do you think they're going a different direction? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he has been interviewed now officially by the Patriots. That was news that broke. And uh, he has been interviewed by the Patriots to return. His contract is up, as you mentioned, with uh, Alabama and Lou Saban. Uh, Nick Saban, I should say. Lou Saban. Lou Saban. Saban. My God, that's, that shows you how old I am. God, uh, did, uh, did he, 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 he coached the Patriots people uh, and uh, Buffalo, right? Yeah. Lou yeah. Saban. Yeah, but uh, this is Nick Saban, who's at uh, Alabama now. A little bit of record, a little uh, better record, too, yeah. than Lou. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but uh, Bill O'Brien's now a free agent, as it were. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, I I, I kind of hope he does come back, but there there could be other scenarios as well. I guess I I wonder if Bill Belichick, if they did in fact bring Bill O'Brien back, uh, I wonder if Belichick would feel as if he's kind of you know the the head coach in waiting uh, for the Patriots. I don't think that. I think that's. I think it might be more like. How they got Gerard Mayer to stay? That you know, the thinking, you know, five years out. Because I, I do think um, Belichick is probably going to need two and a half years, two and a half seasons to break Shula's record. So it's going to be at least three years, right? Yep. You the, would think the, the negative, not negative, but the challenge to me with Bill O'Brien is if the Patriots had a great year next year and he was the offensive coordinator, he'd probably get a head coaching job in the NFL. The yep. way that works, and so then you. Once again, you have a one-year situation with an offensive coordinator, whereas Keenan McCardle, Mark Cardell, or whatever, he, I know he was mm-hmm. interviewed, maybe he might make a better choice. Who knows? Hey, Byron Leftwich is available. I now. saw that. Yeah. I wonder why they fired him. I thought he got her on pretty well with Brady. Yeah, but I think Brady's done in Tampa Bay anyway. I, I, I wouldn't bet anything on him going back to uh, to Tampa Bay next year. Any any number of places, perhaps I, I would put a, a couple of bucks on, but not Tampa Bay. Really? I would rule them out completely. So you think off I think Vegas, he's had it with Tampa Bay. Vegas, Miami, you know, Tennessee. I think, I think, you know, the other day I, I, was, I was talking with somebody and uh, said, you know, I think, I think Miami might be the leading candidate, but... You know, the more I think about it, uh, Vegas seems to make more sense. Uh, he would uh, go back with Josh McDaniels at, at Vegas. And, and right now, Vegas does not have uh, a number one quarterback. They're done with Derek Carr, so they don't have a number one quarterback at Vegas. Meanwhile, Miami does, in theory, in Tua, uh, who sat out most of last season. Yeah, but, but in Miami, they could say, like, well, we're going to sort of have Tua... Brady, this will be Brady's last year. You know, Tua will be the backup. He'll have another year of clearing his head. So, yep. and, it's, and Brady's kids are down there. The Vegas thing is intriguing, except w- aren't they going to have to pay, like, in terms of the salary cap hit, like $30 million with Carr? And then if it was to bring on Brady, that'll be another $40 million. I mean, Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so that, that might, you know, be limiting. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I guess the ultimate scenario would be a return to the Patriots. I keep mentioning that to you, and you keep dismissing yeah, me. I just you can't, dismiss I don't see me. it. I, I don't see it. I, I does, really don't. She, she, Kat's looking at me with a smile, but it's true. Every time I mention that, 
you put like a negative emoji down. <laughs> I've noticed. Uh, uh, I've noticed. <laughs> I'd love to see him come back. I mm. would. But I, you know what? Maybe it's a case where I don't want to get too excited about that possibility. Uh, but I don't think in, in reality. It would be a great it's story, a, right? It would be a great, great story if he came back, even for just one more I'll year. I would say one year, Matt can, Matt can tutor, be, tutor under yeah, him. And, yeah. uh, and then, God forbid, if Brady got injured, you know, you, you, you still have Mac Jones. So yeah. I, uh, and Brady doesn't get injured except for that one year is out the whole year. So I, there are I any, hope that happens, actually. Another great scenario is for him to play for the 49ers, but uh, they're pretty deep a quarterback as it is. The three quarterbacks probably get rid of Garoppolo. But. Uh, yeah, I don't think Garoppolo will be back, but they would still have two, and uh, Brock Purdy has played pretty well. Until this uh, weekend, we'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll see what see what happens, uh, because uh, the divisional weekend is straight ahead starting tomorrow, and uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have predictions coming up uh, right after these words. It is Kale and Company Live. It's a Friday, the Friday Fun Bunch without Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. She is probably uh, binge-watching some uh, some films on uh, on some of the uh, cable services I, now. Yeah, I envision that with a hot toddy. Maybe a, maybe a little hot toddy? Yeah, that's a possibility. It is, but uh, get well soon. That's all we can tell you. And I, I know she's tuned in and would love to be here. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues here on WKXL and htalkradio.com. We are powered by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL and htalkradio.com. It's the Friday Fun Bunch. And uh, you're right, Tom. I mean, it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same without Kitty, Kitty right. and also the commercial break banter between the three co-hosts but, but but cat is here so you know she's oh that's yeah, cat yeah she's giving him a thumb i see the no, thumb right now no kitty but we have a cat so. <laughs> <laughs> now uh for my friends i will be at church landing tonight friday night because we are giving out the silvio the dr silvio dupuy community award to a Meredith-based organization that's really done great work in the Meredith Lakes region. So I think you've heard this story a lot, but when I moved to New Hampshire in 95, Dr. Dupuy took me under his wing and introduced me to everybody between Nashville and Concord that he needed to know, and the rest is history. Still to this day is my mentor. So we named an award after him um, for to be giving out to organizations that uh, do a lot in the community. So we're giving that award out tonight at Church Landing starting at uh, 6 p.m. In Meredith, huh? In, and, uh, of course, uh, Dr. Dupuy, uh, former mayor, mayor of Manchester. CMC president. Yeah, just a, a terrific guy and uh, still going strong. Going strong. When I, to- I tell him when I'm his age, if I'm still running around like him, I'll be happy. He was also the... Um, Department of Insurance Commissioner. Do you know that? I, you know, I don't think I did. I, I don't think I did. And there's a, a tribute to Dr. Dupuy right outside of uh, the Palace Theater in uh, in Manchester because he was very active uh, in the promotion of the arts and, in, in Manchester. And still is. And yeah. through his efforts, the Palace uh, re- basically had a re- rebirth. Yeah. No, that's very true. They, they've been closed like four or five times over the years. They have a long and storied history, but there were times when... 
uh, people gave up on them, and uh, and, they, and they were closed for long stretches of time. But uh, under the uh, guidance and uh, direction of uh, Peter Ramsey, the Pe- theater is uh, going strong. Exactly. Peter has done a great job. He was also the soccer coach at St. A's. If you knew that, he's, he's a multifaceted Absolutely. guy. And speaking of you know theaters that go dark, so the Phoenix right here in Concord, right? You know, like Abe Lincoln once was here. So I know Mark Sibarowski is trying to get that one going again. So without yeah. art, cat, there is no human civility. So you, I know, agree with that. It's so true. It's so true. We that, need it. That separates us from other forms of animals can. <laughs> I guess it does. But the Phoenix, uh, you know, they have still been doing things. Yeah, they do at, things. At the Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I have never been to the Phoenix Theater, uh, which is uh, like right above the works, right? right. In downtown Concord. And uh, we are very fortunate in Concord to have the theaters that we do have. We have the Audi, of course, uh, in, uh, in Manchester, uh, right near the police headquarters. Uh, we've got uh, the, the Capital Center, Center of the, of the Arts. Arts, the Bank of New Hampshire stage. Right. Uh, it, we, we have uh, Phoenix. Yeah, the Phoenix and, and a great uh, movie theater downtown in the Red, Red River. River. So uh, we are very blessed for a town of, of this size, a city of this size, I should say. I'll be at the state capitol, uh, you know, but it's still the population is only, what, about 40,000 people maybe. Yeah, so, the Red River Theater, definitely want to promote them. I mean, it's ind- independent. Yep. They've... They, they managed to survive the pandemic and have come through, and it's a great place to, uh, you can see some popular movies, but also some educational, yeah. you know, movies. And they have some of the, uh, you know, what they like to call art house movies that don't, you know, show up at the regular cineplexes, and uh, Red River does show those movies, and they've done an incredible job uh, over the years. What an addition that was to uh, downtown Concord, which is just you know, I, I know there are some, some stores and, and restaurants that, uh, you know, aren't in business down there, but you, you will find uh, you find that in any city exactly. uh, these days, unfortunately. But just the way that uh, the, the downtown has been redesigned and uh, kept up, uh, it, it is just uh, just terrific. They've took, done a great it took job. several years and many, many community leaders to fund the Red River, and here it is, you know, yep. thriving. It is. It is thriving for sure. All right. We have to get we, we have to get to these football picks and Kitty has submitted hers, even though she, she is on a sick bed uh, right now. Uh, she has uh, independently uh, given us her picks and uh, the action begins tomorrow late afternoon. Uh, it'll be Jacksonville, a team that uh, you know pulled off an amazing come from behind victory over the L.A. Chargers last Saturday night. Uh, they came from uh, what twenty. 27 to nothing down to win that game 31 to 30. So it's going to be Jacksonville at Kansas City, the top seed in the AFC, uh, Kansas City. And uh, Tom, what are you, what are you looking for there? Cat, you'll like this. Kansas City, here I come. Ooh, going beautiful. To, uh, going, going to, to Chiefs. Kansas City, the Wilbert Harrison Classic. So Tom is going with Kansas City. And, uh, you know, at my Christmas party at my house, that was... You know, I think you had left, but I did do karaoke to the Kansas City. Here you know, I am sorry I missed that. And one that's of the, why I was pretty good at it, Kat. It's one of the great regrets in my life that I had you to leave early. You missed my karaoke. I did. <laughs> okay. I did. Did Jamie Staten do karaoke? No, he had well? to leave early, too. Oh, my two famous 
media people left on me Jeez. before my karaoke. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that we missed it, but uh, Jamie was certainly natally attired. With his red uh, shoes. That, I love those shoes. I'll have to see where he got those. Uh, so you're picking <laughs> Kansas City. Kitty is picking Kansas City. And uh, I am picking Kansas City as well. In fact, when I was a kid, you know, crazy kid, like 9, 10, 11 years old, whatever, I made sure that I had a Kansas City Chiefs hat. You know why? My initials. Ah, KC. Got it. There you go. I and thought it was because of Len Dawson. No. Well, it, it partly in Fred Arbanis. Remember With the Fred one Ar- eye. He had yeah, one eye. The, the one eye tight end, Fred Arbanis. And they had some great players on those. Oh, my Otis God. Otis Taylor. They, Otis Taylor. He was yeah. such a big wide. And no, I mean, still even this day, he, he was like 6'4". He looked like a giant. Yeah. Yeah. There was, was one play. Do you remember this? Um, they... This was this is when the goalposts were on the goal line. Yeah, and they were playing Oakland Raiders then, and that was a big rivalry. And oh, George huge, Blanda, yeah. the last one of the last plays of the game, was kicking like a forty-six yard field goal. And this is when Blanda was like forty-six years old. Yeah, right, so, right. Um, and they put Maurice Stroud, who was a six-nine tight end, they put him at the goalpost. And as, so Blanda kicks the ball, and this was when they kicked straight on. It just went over the goal. So they had Maurice Stroud, like a basketball player, trying to block it right at the yeah. goal. At I, the goal I don't remember goal. that, but yeah, that's it's crazy certainly stuff. conceivable. Yeah. Well, but uh, that was back in the day, like when you say that the goalposts were on the goal line. I like line. that. I did too. I did too. And they, they were, after a while, they were padded. But initially, they weren't, remember? <laughs> when they weren't padded, yeah. Uh, so everybody likes Kansas City in that one. Uh, the Giants, the New York football Giants, will be at Philadelphia to take on the top seed in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, what do you say, Tom? I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, I think the Giants are actually pretty good the way Jones is playing. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Well, Kitty is going with the Eagles. I know uh, her son is a huge uh, Eagles fan. And uh, I am going with the New York Giants to pull an upset. Well, you didn't. I, I want to brag for you. You're based on the games last week. You were four and two, right? I was four and two. You're leading the league. I was three and three. Uh, and Kitty was two and four. So, so there you go. But she's sick, so. Yep, she is. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to rub it in too much. So then on Sunday. In the afternoon, 3 o'clock start, 3 o'clock, it'll be a Cincinnati at Buffalo. And uh, Kitty likes uh, Cincinnati in that one. How about you, Tom? I, I think the Bills are beatable because Josh Allen makes a lot of turnovers. But I think there's kind of like karma going on with the Bills, so I'm going to go with the Bills. And uh, I am going with Cincinnati as well, believe it or not. I love Joe Burrow. If I could have one quarterback in the NFL today, it would be Joe Burrow. That's the guy I would take to start a franchise or uh, trade for if you possibly could, which would be impossible, but uh, he would be my guy. I would go Mahomes, um, then him, and then Josh Allen. Well, you couldn't argue with any of them, really, but uh, Burrow would be my guy. I like I like his swagger. You know, I, I, He's got great swagger. He does. Yeah. And finally, the fourth game of the weekend will be played uh, on the West Coast. It'll be Dallas at San Francisco, 6.30 Eastern Time kickoff. 
And uh, Tom, who do you like in that one? I'm going with the 49ers because it's home, but I would not be surprised if the Cowboys win because if they have their A game, they're probably the best team. And at some point, Purdy, who's the rookie quarterback for San Francisco, he's going to turn into a rookie. And it only it's a question of which game. Is it going to be this one, championship game, or the Super Bowl? I think the Niners have, have the best defense going right now in the National Football League. And for that reason, and, and others, I mean, they have some great offensive players, too, and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle. But I'm basing it on defense, basically. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Kitty is also going with the 49ers in that one. And uh, so we'll see what plays out. We're unanimous about the Chiefs and unanimous about the 49ers. And I would not be a bit surprised to see a rematch of a Super Bowl a few years ago between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So we'll see. Uh, see how it plays out, and uh, we'll have the results uh, next week on the Friday Fun Bunch. We'll take a break. You know what, Tom? We're heading down the home stretch already. We're going to hit a birthday or two, hey, I hope. Of course. Down the stretch they come. Down the stretch they come. <laughs> I, you know, I ran into the former voice of uh, Rockingham Park the other night, at the Palace Theater in Manchester, really? of all places. Yeah. There they go. John Vitale, who yeah. also used to do uh, Fisher Cats PA oh, for, I didn't for know a number that. of years. Yeah. We'll take a break. Kale & Company will continue after these words. We are presented and powered by our good friends at Northeast Delta Dental. Stand by for more. Kale & Company live right here. WKXL NH Talk Radio. Dot com. Do want to remind people, if you're trying to get us on 103.9 right now, you won't be able to do it because uh, we had uh, a situation where during the uh, windstorm of uh, late December, uh, that transmitter was uh, heavily damaged. And the repairs are underway. We're working on it feverishly to get it back up and running. But right now, you can find us at the uh, reliable signal on AM at 1450 or... Uh, 1019, uh, covering Manchester and uh, well beyond, and streaming around the clock, of course, at uh, nhtalkradio.com. So, Kat, there was a situation, huh? I like when the people uh, use the word situation, <laughs> when it, there's a situation. <laughs> well, that wind was pretty fierce. I wait, was. wait, you see the uh, the damage that was sustained here on, on Reddington Road to uh, one that. of the fences. Uh, on the way in. And but the, the holes are better now, so. They are. They've been taken care of, and, and now we have to. Ever since Cat became general manager, you things see that? She, so much smooth. <laughs> i got to uh, tell Gordon it's, that. It's, it's all Cat. You know, hey, she, well, and it's getting paved in the spring, so. Wow. Can you believe it? Wow. That, that's Was news in the to me. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, when you get to a certain age, Cat, this word association, like a, a word hits your brain, and then you just start singing or talking. I do that with musicals and operas sometimes. Okay, so yeah. it's not a, it's so good. I yeah. feel better then. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> there you go. It is a thing, yeah. So, birthdays for Friday, January the 20th. That would be today. Here's a, here's a good one for you. Uh, one of the great astronauts of all time. Oh, my God. He's in his 90s. Right? Buzz Aldrin is celebrating as only Buzz Aldrin can. God. He was born in... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, don't tell me. He's in his 90s, so, what, 92 or something? He was born in uh, Glen Ridge, New Jersey. Kat, do you have any guesses on Buzz Aldrin? 
I mean, will you laugh if if I say I don't know who that is? No, he was oh. one of the one of the one uh, the original astronauts. Yeah. Go over, hey, really? you got to get over to the Discovery Center. I do. Yes, you I do. do. I know. I live under a rock. The uh, McAuliffe Shepherd or the Shepherd McAuliffe uh, Discovery Center, which is right in, in your neck of the woods, seconds talk. across yeah, the bridge. You're, you're certainly within walking distance of that great facility. Uh, Buzz Aldrin is 93. 93. 93 years old. Uh, Another uh, person celebrating a birthday today, born in Camden, New Jersey, that would be Kellyanne Conway. Oh, my God. Celebrating today. Lots of makeup on her cat. (laughs) (laughs) I do know who that is. Former advisor to President Trump. Yeah. God. 60. Now working for Fox News. Yes. Unbelievable how she got a job with Fox News after after working with Trump. But she is uh, working at uh, Fox News now. What did you say, Tom? 60. 60? Cat? I say 52. Oh, we'll man. This is a tough one to call. She's 56. Right in the middle. Right, but, right in the middle. but I went over, so Cat wins. Yeah, right, we'll Price give, or right. Give Kat, wow, we'll give, I won for it's the first pr- time. It's Price or right rules. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, tomorrow, a couple of uh, birthdays to, to pass along. Akeem Olajuwon Ooh. is celebrating the former Houston Rockets great. Former NBA star Hakeem Olajuwon, born in Lagos, Nigeria. Any guesses, Tom? Jesus, he's got to be 56. That's all you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 56? 59. Okay. 59. Not, Pretty not close. Bad. Gina Davis. You know where Gina Davis? I don't even know who Gina actress. Davis Actress. She was in the League of Their Own. She was on uh, the United States Olympic archery team one well, that's time. That's right. And she went to New England College. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. And she was born in Wareham, Massachusetts, right on Cape Cod. Uh, Gina Davis is 67. And uh, like I say, was in one of my truly favorite movies of all time, A League of Their Own. In fact, if they asked me, what my favorite baseball movie was of all time, I would tell you, A League of Their Own. But nobody did, so. Well, and we've had, you know, we've had those presentations at the, <clears throat> excuse me, the baseball dinners. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. We, we've had uh, women from uh, the uh, Women's League back uh, back in the 40s. And uh, most of the, uh, you know, big s- superstar uh, male baseball players were serving our country. Including uh, Ted Williams, yeah, including the Ted Williams and, uh, and many, many more. So, uh, yeah, the uh, women's professional baseball league was uh, has been well represented at the baseball dinners. Looking forward to another one. Has there any, been any decision made, Tom? I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but uh, it, whether it would uh, be held again. At well, the, no pun and, intended. But yes, I'll give you the inside baseball. So yeah. we did like it at the venue um, at the Delta Dental Stadium. Yeah. The only negative is that even though it was as well attended um, as years past, because of dealing with a much bigger venue, it looked right. more sparsely attended. Yeah. And yeah. logistically, it was just a little harder. And the other thing is people, you know how New Hampshire rights are like, people have in their head, complete the baseball season a week or so before Thanksgiving is the baseball dinner. So we're going to be returning indoors. Returning indoors at and, a later and date. And doing later date. At a later date. Okay. And it's harder to get. Honestly, it's harder to get, you know, some of the celebrities because the season is still going on. Right, right, sure, yeah. So breaking news right here, (laughs) KXL. We should have a breaking news sounder. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I don't think anybody's really heard that yet. You so know, that's so. pretty new. It's not official, obviously. Okay. All right. um, also, Delta Dental is going to be, this is another breaking news, Cat. We're going to be right. working on extending the licensing agreement. We don't own Delta Dental Stadium, but we're the license for the name. They always have to clear that, clarify that with people, but we're going to try to extend that out so the Fisher Cats know that they have a partner for many years to come. No, and, of course, the Fisher Cats are underway. They're redoing the bullpens, so the bullpens will be behind a, uh, you know, a wall as opposed to on the field. Right. I cannot wait to see what that park is going to look like, and uh, they're uh, going to improve the sound system, I hear, because I always heard uh, last year when I was around the park quite a bit, Always heard complaints from people that they, you know, depending on where you're sitting. Now, some places where you sit, you can hear the public address very well, but then there are others where you can't hear it at all. So it's so it's gonna uh, it's definitely some improvements. But just so the listeners knows, if you haven't been to other minor league baseball uh, venues across the country, I mean, it's already as it exists is better than most of the minor oh, league stadiums. No, no, they, it's and, a, and these it's a are great sort of facility. the final improvements, and you have the restaurant and left field, and it's, you know, it's really cool. Yep, no, it really is. It's a great baseball experience. If you've never checked it out before, make this the year that you go to a Northeast Delta or Delta Dental Stadium. Now they they took the Northeast away. It's so right much now. easier, yeah. and the logo is is yeah. beautiful. I was, I was driving up. The highway but the other day, and and it was uh, Ellen goes, oh my God, it's such it's so beautiful. This the sign, you know? yeah, yeah, it is, and it, it's it, it adds so much uh, to uh, you know the the landscape of uh, the city of Manchester when you you know drive by, especially when you see the lights on right uh, during a game. But even even when you don't, I mean, the, the stadium just. Uh, it just makes the city come to life. And, and they're a great community partner. Yep. They'll continue oh, to absolutely give so. back uh, yep. to Dartmouth Health and Chad and all that. And, of course, we, we do the Fisher Cats Challenge where you brush and floss in between visits and you and the, the kids yep. can earn tickets to the game. They've done a great job. Uh, today, by the way, is National Cheese Lovers Day. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's National Disc Jockey Day. Who would have ever it, thought that? Back in one at one time, I was I was you a disc rolled, jockey. You rolled the records. I, yeah, yeah. The platters that matter. That's right. The stacks of wax. The platters <laughs> that matter. The hits just kept on coming. You know. But, oh my uh, God, cat! I haven't done that in a long time. But uh, I did it for any number. I enjoyed it. I'd do it again if the opportunity uh, presented itself. I mean, I wouldn't leave here. But I mean, you know. No, we won't do that. No, no. But I mean, if can you, you think you can find some forty-five uh, records? I, I think I I could. I think I could, quite honestly. Uh, and you could also roll the Impossible Dream record. I, I would, yeah, play that. I, 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 would play I listen that to that every bit. Friday just to do you really yeah. make sure I remember who was on the '67 Red Sox. However, I will say this, and I think you would agree with me. We, you and I, probably know more names on the '67 and '75 Red Sox than we do the current team. Uh, yes, I, 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 no question. I mean, they signed uh, no this question, not even close. They signed this guy who was supposedly like a gold glove. I never, I literally never heard of him, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, a lot of names that we don't, uh, you know, really relate to coming up uh, this year. Which you know doesn't mean it's a bad thing necessarily. Uh, I, I remember, you know, when people after 2012, when Bobby Valentine managed the team, they were, you know, in the doldrums, and nobody expected much of the 2013 team, which went on to win. Uh, the World Series. So. That's true, and that, that they had the you know the Boston Marathon yeah. uh, push, yeah. which, which which was helpful. 
Yeah, the uh, the pitching staff is the starting rotation for the most part is pretty old uh, this year when you think about it. But uh, the only young guy would be uh, Whitlock, Garrett Whitlock, uh, who is going to come out of the bullpen and go into the starting rotation. And, and, and someone told me that the our bullpen though might be pretty good. Who's going to catch though? Well, you, you've got. Uh, the former Fisher Cat, whose name escapes me right now, and Connor Wong, who they got in the Mookie Betts trade, and boy, I'm trying to think now who the he came. He was acquired at uh, you know at the trading deadline uh, last year. Well, played, that, played for the Fisher Cats. Come on, the name is coming. I can step. But the Connor day. Wong thing, I mean, I mean the, the the Mookie Betts thing really drives me crazy because they just cut um, Jeter, right? Who was one of the players they picked up. Yeah. Right. So that was one of the. I don't He's know. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. And we still have Verdugo, though. Yeah. <laughs> we still have Verdugo from the Mookie Betts trade. Reese McGuire was the Reese guy. McGuire, was yeah. Reese McGuire. Who's not too bad. No. He's he's okay. Uh, but I, I I somebody signed uh, the former Red Sox catcher the other day who, who I liked uh, uh, for defensive purposes recently, and another team signed him, but. Uh, the Red Sox they, let, let him slip away. They, they're going to struggle. And they, by the way, I thought you were going to ask me about Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton? Does she have a I birthday think, coming up? I think so. Yeah? How on, old is on Dolly? On paper, Cat, you'll like this. Supposedly she's only like 78, but I, I think she's kind of like Louis Tion, older than the, the birthday. Dolly records. Parton, huh? Her birthday's coming up? I think so. Oh, uh, you know what? January 19th, it was yesterday. Her so, birthday was yesterday. So she's like 77 or 78 on paper. 77, it says. But I think... You think she's older? I think, you know, you like do. like Louis Tiant. Oh, yeah. El Tiante. Yes, he probably was a lot older than they than they suspected. Uh, at any rate, Tom Raffio, great job today. Awesome. We miss Kitty, but miss we'll see Kitty, her next Kitty, week. Kitty will be back next week. Kat, thank you thank very you, much. Thank you, Kat. It's so fun. I love this radio station. And uh, we'll be back uh, Monday for another edition of uh, Kale and Company right here, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. As always, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Have a uh, great weekend, everybody.